Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These are the Casey Tapes. You, man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Casey, the longest running rock station in the country. It's time for another edition of the Casey Tapes. I'm John Eulid. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman and on Instagram at Johnny Eulid. Oh, you've added the Instagram. Yeah, I know. I, I, just, I, just, I just creep on Instagram. I'm not going to give mine. My Twitter is Casey Guy, Favaz, by the way. Okay. All right. So today we're going to do an interview that I conducted with uh, Getty Lee. Don't know the year because I haven't listened to this in 20, I don't know, who knows how long. <laughs> long time. Long time. So I, I don't know what I'm about to hear. Uh, it's an interview that was done on the phone. I don't know why he was called. Oh, he was calling because he was coming in concert. Right. Yeah. Right. It, was a birth, it might have even been a Casey birthday party concert. We, we I bet you, next to Sammy, I've interviewed Getty. Uh, he's my second most interviewed person mm. that I've had personally yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah. This is like, you know, whenever they had a new record come out or whatever, they always made him available to do interviews on the phone. Yeah. And so, but I had a couple in person. We did the... Uh, you know, the Hall of Fame induction, him and Alex together, which was really, really cool. But uh, have you ever met Neil Peart? Did you ever meet him, the drummer? Oh, uh, I think one time backstage. But you never you never, never interviewed him. Never interviewed him. Yeah, no. me either. I don't think. Right. Like, how many, how many times have I right. said I didn't think I met somebody, and then we right. find out that I did, and I don't say that because I've, you know, there was no moment too big for me. I say it because I don't, just don't remember and I think some of it is because we just took for granted that these interviews were just always going to happen, that these, that the time period we were living in was just uh, going to last forever. And so, I don't know, some moments you just didn't do you remember, capture as, 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 as important moments. Do you remember the first time you met him at all? Getty? Yeah. Was it, was it in the 70s, probably? I could not tell you. I think it was no. in the 80s. It was in the 80s, right? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I know there's pictures... They go back pretty far, and I think he's going to talk about his first interview that he ever did in the United States, maybe, or something. Was a Casey interview? Yeah. And Alex and Neil stayed at the Chase Park Plaza and listened. Yeah. Because Alex talked about it on the uh, Hall of Fame induction. Yes. So it was kind yes. of crazy. Uh, I remember one time, too, I was, this was, it might have been in the middle of winter, or it was on a, on a long road trip that the Cardinals were on. And I was down at the stadium for something. I went down to the clubhouse to speak to the, uh, Clubhouse manager Rip Rowan, mm-hmm. and I walk into his office, and who's standing there but Getty Lee? <laughs> and they weren't even in town or nothing. Oh, really? Yeah. He and was this was just, at Bush Stadium? Yes. He was in, just in town for something. Big baseball fan. Getty no, the, Lee is. The team, yeah, I know he is, but the yeah. team wasn't in town. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was. It could have been, even been in the middle of winter is what I was saying. You know, oh, I don't, oh. Yeah. It, wow, to, that to, to is walk weird. In, to walk in, and there he's standing there. I went, whoa, what the <laughs> heck? Well, he and, and Rip Rowan are good friends. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's why he you know, he was there with Rip. But uh, wasn't he down in spring training with you a couple of times? Yeah, too? yeah, I met yeah. him down there too uh, yeah. once or once or maybe twice. <clears throat> but he's a big Toronto Blue Jays fan. Yes, and he is. I, I, one of the times I met him was in Dunedin, Florida. Now that I think about it, that's where the, the Blue Jays 
have trained for years. I think they're still there. Yeah. And I think they're still in that old rickety-ass stadium down there, too. I could be wrong hmm. about that. Most of those Florida cities have you know rebuilt their stadiums and made them all nice and everything. Right. But, uh, yeah, that, they, they were one of the last to do it. He was at one of those games, too. Right. So, shall we go back in time? Let's do it. Love listening to Getty. But I love listening to you, John, more than I love listening to Getty. Are you just saying that because we do a podcast <laughs> together? Maybe. I don't know. I'm good, John. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for coming back to St. Louis here. We're looking forward to another show. I'm looking forward to coming back to St. Louis. This, I love St. Louis. This is one of your great towns. You know, uh, you go way back with Casey Radio, of course, to the very early days. Someone play, playing some of our very early concerts. We have some of your memories documented of that already. Uh, yeah, th- Casey th- and us go way back. Is that part of what makes St. Louis special for you? Oh, absolutely. I think the phone ringing in the background. Yep, that was the old uh, black office phone yeah. when we were at Emmis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First. I know I've told the story before on Casey, but I think the first radio interview we ever did was on Casey, on the very first tour we ever did in America. So uh, uh, we go back a long way, and, and we're happy with that association. Do you like doing interviews, Getty? That's not my favorite thing to do, talking <laughs> about myself. But, especially, when uh, it's, you know, uh, oh. especially when it's a guy like uh, you, John. Uh, no, I don't like doing them. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't remember anything I tell you. Oh, yeah. It's part of the job and it's nice to stay in contact with people around the country but mostly mostly you're talking about the band though right i mean yeah exactly and and, and the band is about ready to release a, another live album you do what every after every four studio albums you release a live is that still part of the the progression here actually we've kind of gotten away from that we've lost track now we kind of lost our way <laughs> along the way we just uh i think the way the industry's changed people like to have a souvenir of every tour So pretty well every tour these days we do a DVD or a live audio version or both of a tour so people can have a souvenir from that particular experience. And there's a DVD coming out not too far down the line as well, right? Yeah, hopefully uh, before Christmas there'll be a DVD from that. Well, we know this happened before a Christmas. Still know hey, which that one. really narrows it down. <laughs> Getty Lee, how do, you, how do you pick the venues where you're going to play live? Is that a tough decision? Well, that's uh, something that it's kind of a complicated process. It's, you know, a negotiation between our manager, the various uh, promoters uh, in America and the world, and also uh, it's also according to availability. Like this time of year, we have a hell of a time getting in certain cities because of the hockey playoffs. And, you know, so you have to... You have to kind of you're at the mercy of the sports schedule to a large degree. So some- yeah, the, the hockey playoffs do throw a ringer into. Okay, now we've determined that it's hockey playoff time, so it could oh, be yeah, in yeah. the spring. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't know the year yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in the yeah, no, in the fall. It's probably in the fall. Well, hockey playoffs are said, in the spring. Oh, that's right. What am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. The season starts in the fall. Yeah, you're right. So <laughs> sometimes you miss a city that you really don't want to miss, but. There's just no way you could get in there at the time that you're touring that region. So, but, can, uh, but can you ever make a demand, say, I, I've got to play there, we've got to go there, this is where we want to do? Yeah, well, we usually try to uh, satisfy that. Like the, the reason, Part of the reason for this extended leg of the Snakes and Arrows tour was there okay, were a lot of... Snakes and hey, Arrows there tour. We go. All okay. right. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll look that, that up. That had to be, that's just like, I'm saying, I'm guessing 2000... Tennis, snakes and arrows. 
Okay, studio album by Rush. There it is, and it's coming up. And it was their 18th record, 18th studio record, and it was released in October of 2004. 2004, well, yeah. way off. Holy cow! <laughs> Cities we haven't played in quite some time. And so this was us asking management to try to get us into some of those oh, cities. Oh, but hold on. Hold on. I was wrong. Oh. I guess I should have read the whole thing. It said uh, after their RG30, 30th anniversary tour, ended in, in 2004, the band took a one-year break during which they agreed to start work on a follow-up record, blah, blah, blah. This was a uh, worker on a follow-up in January 2006. Um, Getting closer. It was released May 1st, 2007. Oh, not too far off. There you go. Can't always get it done. Like, for example, uh, you know, I really want to play in Halifax uh, in Canada. We haven't In Nova Scotia, we haven't played there in a long time, but we just could not get a, a date in there. So we're still working on that. So sometimes you can get it done, sometimes you can't. We're speaking with Getty Lee of Rush. Getty, how about making the decision as to where you want to record live, I mean, you know, to, to, to make a new live album, uh, is that a tough decision? Uh, that is a tough decision. Um, you look for, I mean, obviously we could record in, in any city and we'd have a great audience. We're really happy about that. But you look for those uh, places where you're playing two nights and that the building itself is, is uh, accessible for all the film crew and the cameras and all that stuff. So they could easily do that here in St. Louis two nights, and they have done it th- more than two nights. I think I think Rush has played it here three nights in a row. At the one Valentine's time. Day Massacre, yeah, yeah. nineteen seventy nine. Because I was there. Were you there too? Oh yeah, I don't yeah. remember. I didn't go to all three, but I know I was. I, w- I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of that decision is based on technical uh, efficiency. So you try to pick a good audience and a good venue, but you also are looking for a place where you can get everything you need to do it properly. Well, there was no good venue here in 1979. You had the Kiel Auditorium. That's where they played. And the Checker Dome. Right, that and was it. Both of those facilities, sound-wise, were not very good. Right. But you know, with today's technology and the way they're able to get the sound uh, out, you could probably play anywhere and sound good anymore. I think Don't so. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Back then, the sound systems weren't weren't right. Nothing like they are now. Yeah, yeah. Recorded properly. It's no secret that Neil doesn't like to tour very much. Uh, How many more times do you think you'll be able to drag him out there? Well, you know, it's funny. The last couple of tours we've done, I see him smiling quite a bit from behind his kit. (laughs) I think he likes it more than he lets on because you know he was, you know, he was uh, happy to go back out and do this leg of the tour. And I think as long as he's able to ride his motorcycle and and we don't pace the tours in such a ridiculous fashion and and we cut back our our length of 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 show from i think last tour was like three hours uh, the previous tour not not snakes and arrows but i think the r30 tour was about three hours and 15 minutes and now we're kind of back just under three hours so Mm -hmm. that's a little less wear and tear on the old uh muscles and bones for him because it's quite a brutal workout for a drummer oh it has to be especially him yeah because he really took it to the uh nth degree man he's 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 widely known as as the the best drummer ever the best yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i mean it's uh it's just so impressive yeah and you can see why he's the one now who uh just doesn't feel like he can do it he doesn't want to yeah since that interview they've gone to the rock and roll hall of fame they've done their last tour and he does not want to tour yeah anymore yeah he doesn't even it seems like he didn't even want to play anymore because so, he's right. apparently retired from drumming. He's right. done, right. period. Yeah. 
That's sad. Yeah. One day it's got to happen. Yeah. Just like one day you'll retire. One day I'll retire. Yeah. I guess <laughs> it's you're gonna right. have to happen. Yeah. Are you talking? Or about- we die first. What? Which one? Uh, what, what, what? What's gonna happen? Oh, I'll die. I'll die okay, first. you'll die first. All right. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about the circle of life? <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Rush too is, a, and is a, an aspect of their music that I have always loved too. Is the the depth with which the the, the words and and the music, the, you know, the, the messages are inside the music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sometimes uh, hard to understand. Sometimes hard to understand. Uh, oftentimes, uh, there's a social message in there that I don't even think a lot of their fans kind of even pay attention to. They may not, and they, and if they paid attention to it, they might not like it. Are you uh, you're thinking about your one song that you really like? I know what you there's there, there's that one Rush song. I can't think of the name of it now. The the guy was a uh, was a homosexual yeah. and. He, yeah, um, uh, Neil wrote about him, and I can't think of the name of the song. Nobody's Hero. Nobody's Hero. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Great song. It is a great song. Yeah. yeah. The message is very controversial. Yes. Especially his kind mm-hmm. of drummer. So uh, I think he's been enjoying it much more. But when you have a music catalog as, as deep as yours is, um, you, you really can't, you can't go less than about three hours, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's a tough decision to make, too. Exactly. If, if we... You know, the, that's why we travel and we do our shows without an opening act, so we can play that long and and keep a lot of our fans happy and satisfy ourselves, too, to play some songs that we want to play. Mm. I, I never knew that Rush really never had any opening acts. I never gave it a thought. But you think, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's now that I think been, about it. It's always just been them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that goes all the way back to the very early days well, or I, not. I bet you Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, yeah no way. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Getty Lee of Rush. Uh, Getty, uh, Neil is going to be a part of the Buddy Rich Memorial Concert, and he's done uh, some uh, some tribute albums. I was wondering if, if you, as a lead singer, have had other lead singers in your mind that, that you could possibly do the same for sometime in the future? Well, yeah, I've been influenced by so many... So many great rock singers, you know, uh, you know Robert Plant and, and Roger Daltrey and, you know... And thankfully, those guys are still around and still functioning and, and still singing well. So, uh, sure, I would always be open to to support someone who was a great influence to me. You know, and Getty's singing wasn't wasn't easy. I mean, no, he's he has to put a, a lot of uh, effort into his singing. It's not like he's crooning up there. I mean, no, he's true. True, and even uh, you know, in the in the last few years, he still sounded really good. Yeah, he didn't sound yeah. like he did back in 1976. But what he did was just. It was just always spot on. Yeah. And, and how do you maintain, you know, we talked about Neil playing drums for three hours. You know, your your your, your voice, I mean, uh, I, I just don't know, don't know how you've held out all these years with as many high notes as you got to hit. Well, it's, it's tough, I have to tell you. But, um, you know, I, that's why I cannot do back-to-back shows more than once a week. Uh, we've cut back the number of shows we do on a tour for that reason. Mm-hmm. Because for me, the ideal thing is to do a show, have a day off to rest my voice, and then do another show. So when I do a back-to-back, it's always very difficult. Kind of like when, there I, you go. Kind of like when I do a radio show. I, I just don't, <laughs> do not do them back-to-back. You just well, gotta save but I think moment. you do. I think you do five in a row. No, you do six. No, you do six in a row. Yeah. Kind of the classic show. Come to think of it, you're right. Yeah. I'm a workaholic. So you're just, you're just awesome. <laughs> uh, so I... I wish I'd have said that. <laughs> I scream at my manager to try to accomplish that, and, and he tries to talk me out of it, but 
I'm finally getting through to him. <laughs> so, uh, and there's a there's a very strict health regime that I have to go through in terms of of staying uh, in good voice throughout a tour. Some certain foods I can't eat. What uh, are those? Yeah. Well, I can't eat dairy products. Ah. Can't ha- can't have spicy food. Hmm. Uh, you had a spicy food and stuff like that, man. It's you know why he can't have that. And the dairy products, because that induces, can induce acid reflux. And ah. when that acid comes up, it can get up to the, it can get up in your ears, believe sure. it or not. I thought and maybe. it gets on the vocal cord and, and destroys the vocal cords. I thought maybe he, he, he stayed away from spicy food so he didn't go poop during the show. <laughs> that would you know, be a good question to ask. Three-hour show, have you ever. <laughs> come on. Have, you, you, is it in this interview? You've probably asked it. If it's not, I'll be disappointed. Come on, I know come on. that. Come on, you, man. Come on, John. Come on. <laughs> you know. I just gotta be careful of those things that are are hazardous to a singer's uh, vocal cords. Uh, I need to get a lot of sleep, drink a lot of water, you know, do my uh, my exercise regime. You know, it's all boring stuff, but that's <laughs> the only way I can get through it. Right. We're speaking with Getty Lee of Rush. Getty, uh, I, I've been the uh, stadium announcer at Bush Stadium since uh, oh, most of no, here I go. He just bring that, throw in. that in, man. Hey, I work for the Cardinals. <laughs> How about the past that? 25 years. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and I know you're a big baseball fan, and I've seen you down at Cardinal Spring Training when, when you were down there. It's been a while, but uh, I know you've yeah, been... Yeah, I have a few friends on the Cardinals, and I've been fortunate enough to meet over the years, and I yeah. stay in touch with them. And... How about that star we're off to? Nobody expected this. Yeah, it's great. Very happy. Big Cardinal supporter here. Yeah, and uh, you're also a Toronto Blue Jay supporter, obviously, from being from that neck of the woods. Yeah, I support my hometown. And you got a couple of our guys up there. Yeah, of, Scotty Rowland's there now, and and, and David Eckstein. Eckstein. So uh, hopefully they can. Uh, unfortunately, Scotty got hurt in spring training, so that's uh, unfortunate. It's broke his finger, but we're uh, we're looking forward to seeing him in that lineup. And when you uh, come to town here, you're coming here on the 28th. Uh, if you can just hang around a couple more days, we can get you into a game against the uh, New York Mets. I don't know if your schedule will allow that, but. Uh, probably not. I think I have one day off in St. Louis. I always look forward to coming to St. Louis. I have a lot of good friends there now. Anything uh, we need to we didn't cover that you think we need to talk about here? I mean, the, the live album, the Snakes and Arrows live album, is is a double live. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, and, and full a lot of, of music. Yes, a lot of music on it. It's the full show. We got we squeezed it all on there. So uh, yeah, we hope uh, fans dig that. Thanks for being with us here, uh, Getty. My and, pleasure, John. And we'll see you when you come to town. We're always looking forward to to rush in St. Louis. All right, thanks so much. Uh huh. What a nice man. Great guy. You know, he, him, and uh, Alex, whenever they would come in town, they played golf. They would play Bell Reeve. Did they really? A bunch of times, yeah. They wow. would play private courses. And uh, I had a friend uh, who used to live in town, Eric Brenner, Chef Eric Brenner. He would cook for them, too. Uh-huh. He, he said they would eat. I'll never forget him saying, and I forgot which tour it was, but they stopped in his, I guess they, they, they came to his restaurant, maybe at Moxie, or I'm not sure, but he said they ate like. They ate like Vikings. <laughs> so they just wanted everything. They wanted wine. Yeah, and yeah. it just made me think of Getty saying, well, I stay away from dairy products and all that. I was like, I'm not so sure you did all the time. But, yes, they, they were big-time golfers, yeah. uh, especially Alex Lifeson. Mm-hmm. He, he was he – was, they always liked to golf. Yeah. Yeah. And those iconic pictures of them at the Casey Kite Fly in the oh. Forest Park, man, just probably, uh, probably the one of the best, if not the best, photo historical photo yes. we have. Because not only does it include you know them 
and and Casey, but it includes Forest Park and that scenery yes. behind them and, and everything. It's just it's and so, Alex Lifeson had high heels on. Yeah, yeah. In that picture, <laughs> I know which picture. It's the picture that's in the studio right now. Yeah, yeah. Love that picture. Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, and you know you see you see photos of uh, Alex in the past and his long hair, uh-huh. and that's been off of him for such a long time because Getty still has you know fairly long hair. It's it's shoulder yeah, length it's almost, shoulder, and, yeah. and and uh, and even Neil could be looked a little unkempt at times, but uh, for uh, Alex to make that complete one eighty. Right, yeah, uh, it's it's dramatic when you see old pictures. He of went him from he, a, he does not look like himself. No, he went from a stoner to a golfer. Yeah, yes, he did. <laughs> Basically, is what he did. Yeah, yeah, and what a talented guitar player too, man. Just that band, the the talent in that band, just alone is just mind boggling, and all the music that's come out of those three guys over these years is just uh, you know. I, I, the, you, you think of the Beatles, you think of Led Zeppelin, you think of all these bands. None of them have the volume of music. That uh, a band like Rush has, and, and you know, they didn't about, last long enough. Yeah, and and a friend of mine said this to me a long time ago in the '90s. He says, "You know what, Alex Lifeson, when he plays, he never plays the blues." So you think about all of the Rush tunes and the solos; they're not blues based. They're no. just I. I it, that's why I think of Alex Lifeson. I was like, that dude's from outer space. Yeah. He came down here and just played guitar. It's yeah. just kind of weird. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And to come up with so many different ideas over that long period of time, too. And, mm-hmm. and the diff- I mean, we, we're, we're all familiar with how many great songs they have. And that's not to say the other ones aren't great songs. We just don't know them. You right. know, someday, I, I believe with all these three great artists, we'll get the Led Zeppelin effect, which is songs. They have those popular songs and were popular for a long time. But as time has gone on, everything gets played now practically on all their albums, mm-hmm. you know? Right. You know, so I think that's going to happen for a lot of these great artists as, as the years go by and new generations come along. I think even more of their music is going to become more popular. You know, uh, you know the song YYZ? Yeah. Okay. So it's instrumental. All those years. I love that song. I never knew what YYZ was yeah. until yeah. I was in Toronto and I was looking at my bag tag yeah. and it was like, why, why? I was like, oh, how I stupid know. am I? Yeah. They wrote a song about the Toronto airport and that's yeah. what the code is, YYZ. Yeah. I don't know. It just made me think of that. <laughs> uh, well, there we go. I mean, I don't know uh, what else we can say here about, it, uh, about the interview. Uh, Love the, Rush, which the, they uh, would get together for a couple more shows. But, yeah, you uh, you have sorry. a Getty Lee interview that we can I, do in the I, future? Yeah. We, gosh, I, I, like I said, next to Sammy, it's, it's Getty as far as interviews go. So I have I have one uh, sitting right here that's in person. We did, we have the Hall of Fame one, which is a really good one. We'll do sometime, and that's down the road. Yeah. Thanks for checking out our podcast, and uh, and we, we appreciate all the downloads. We're over 50,000 downloads yeah, now. that's good, man. And I hope you enjoyed this one from Getty Lee. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman on, on Instagram at Johnny Hewlett. Favaz, Twitter, Casey Guy. Adios, Adios my friend. You are a bad influence. Yes, I am. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.